I would like to say good day to everyone. My name is Felicia Hamilton and I will be your moderator for this session. Welcome to another lecture given by members of the Southfield Michigan class. This is a school and not a church. Neither are we affiliated with any religious organization. This school is a nonprofit, non-denominational, religious and scientific research organization dedicated to showing proof of the existence of Yahweh, our Elohim, and the operation of his eternal purpose, pattern, and plan operating throughout eternity to this present day. This school was established as a result of a divine vision and revelation given to our founder, Dr. Henry Clifford Kinley in the state of Ohio in the year 1931. The Southfield Michigan class was established in 1997. The Dean of the Southfield Michigan class is Dr. Marvin Lewis. The president is Dr. Edward Ewell. And the vice president is Dr. Ronald Atkins. In this school, we use the true, correct, and original name and title of the Father, the Word or Son, and the Holy Spirit which are contained in the original Hebrew text. The true name of the Heavenly Father is Yahweh. It has been improperly substituted by Lord. The true title of the Word or Son is Elohim. It has been improperly substituted by God. The name of the Holy Spirit manifested in or out of a physical body is Yahshua. It has been erroneously substituted by Jesus Christ. Lord and God are titles and not names. The Apostle Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, tells us in 1 Corinthians 8 and 5 that there are Lord's many and God's many. But we now know that each Lord must have a name and each God must have a name also. Elohim is a title. But unlike Lord and God, Elohim is a divine title. That means Elohim is the title a creator chose for himself. Jesus is a name, but it is an erroneous name. A minor investigation on your part in a good dictionary or encyclopedia would prove that neither the Greek language, the Hebrew language, nor the Latin language had any characters or letters in their alphabet that would produce the sound that is made by this letter J. Neither was there a letter J in the English language until some 1400 years after the Messiah's death. Therefore, such names as Jesus and Jehovah are impossible renderings of the true and original name of our father and his son. Christ is a title, just like Lord and God. Yahweh is pure spirit. And in this state, he is incomprehensible and inscrutable. He is the ultimate source, substance, limits, and bounds of everything. We have Yahweh in his pure spirit state, symbolized on this chart as a cloud. Yahweh is not a cloud. 
he merely chose a cloud to symbolize himself because a cloud has no particular or descriptive shape and form. We have drawn this cloud all around the edges of this chart to show you that everything on the chart is within the cloud. In like manner, everything in the universe abides within the pure spirit state of Yahweh. Yahweh, knowing that man could not perceive of him in this pure spirit state, took on shape and took on form right within himself as Elohim. This is the word or son, a super incorporeal being that is having the shape and form of a man, but without flesh and blood. This form can only be seen in divine visions and understood in divine revelations. Later on, this self-same spirit manifested himself in a physical body and walked the earth plane as Yahshua, the Messiah, whom the world calls Jesus Christ. Now, there is only one name given into salvation, and we must know that name. So the simple yet intelligent question we must ask ourselves is, what was the name of the Savior during the time he walked the earth plane? A further understanding of this name and title may be had by reading the preface of the Holy Name Bible. Also in this school, we teach by the divine pattern of the universe. It is called the divine pattern because it is Yahweh's pattern. After Yahweh led the children of Israel out of Egypt, he called Moses atop Mount Sinai and showed him the tabernacle pattern in a vision. Yahweh instructed Moses to build one exactly like it in the wilderness of Sinai. The pattern consists of a most holy place, a holy place, and a court round about. These three compartments make up the one tabernacle pattern. In this school, we show proof how that everything in the universe is made and operates according to the structure and the function of this threefold tabernacle pattern and that absolutely nothing escapes the pattern. Our primary aims and constitutional objectives are as follows. First, to help you find and know Yahweh, our Elohim, as he really is and actually exists. Second, to form a nucleus of universal brotherhood of humanity and Yahshua the Messiah without distinction of race, nationality, creed, sex, caste, or color. Third, to investigate the unexplained spirit law or so-called law of nature and the powers latent in man. Excuse me. Fourth, to encourage and promote the study of the scriptures, comparative religions, 
psychology, philosophy, and modern practical and occult science. Fifth, to extirpate current superstitions, skepticisms, and ignorance. Sixth, to learn, know, and understand the operation of Yahweh's eternal purpose through the dispensations and ages. Seventh, to discern and avoid being deceived by Lucifer, the serpent, the dragon, the devil, or Satan and his demons operating the mystery of iniquity on earth through the dispensations of time. Eighth, to earnestly contend for the common salvation and faith which was once delivered unto the sons or children of Yahweh. Ninth, to make known that Yahweh from the beginning ordained there is no other name given among men whereby man can be saved, saving the name of Yahshua, the Messiah. And 10, to inherit eternal life now in the kingdom of Yahshua, the Messiah, with the hope of immortal glorification in the new earth state. Our watchword is peace, and our slogan is speak the truth. At this time, we will have a prayer by Dr. Janice Bivens, followed by scripture, which will be 2 Thessalonians, the first chapter, read by Dr. April Lewis. Dr. Bivens. Good morning, class. Good morning. Um, May we all bow our hearts and minds to a word of prayer to Yahweh Elohim, Yahshua, Messiah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come before you and learn from you. Heavenly Father, I ask that you bless every vessel that comes on the floor to give us enlightenment and understanding of you and most of all comfort in this time that we're living through. Heavenly Father, I ask this in all things in the name of Yahshua Messiah. Hallelujah. 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 Good morning, class. Um, this morning's scripture lesson will be 2 Thessalonians, the first chapter. And I will be reading out of the Holy Name Bible, containing the Holy Name version of the Old and New Testaments critically compared with ancient authorities and various manuscripts. And that's revised by A.B. Trainer of the Scripture Research Association Incorporated. Second Thessalonians, the first chapter. Saul and Silvanus and Timothy unto the assembly of the Thessalonians and Yahweh our Father and our Savior, Yahshua the Messiah. Grace unto you and peace from Yahweh our Father and our savior, Yahshua the Messiah. We are bound to thank Yahweh always for you, brethren, as it is fitting because that your faith groweth exceedingly and the love of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth, so that we ourselves glory in you in the assemblies of Yahweh for your patience and faith in all your persecutions 
and tribulations that ye endure, which is a manifest token of righteous judgment of Yahweh, that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of Yahweh, for which ye also suffer. Seeing it is a righteous thing with Yahweh to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you and to you who are troubled, rest with us. When Yahshua the Messiah shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not Yahweh and that obey not the gospel of our savior, Yahshua the Messiah who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of Yahweh and from the glory of his power. When he shall come, when he shall come to be glorified in his sons and to be admired in all of them that believe because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Wherefore also we pray always for you that our Elohim will count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. That the name of our savior, Yahshua the Messiah may be glorified in you and ye in him, according to the grace of our Elohim and our savior, Yahshua the Messiah. That was Second Thessalonians, the first chapter, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'd like to once again say good morning to the class, and we are very happy that you all could join us today. Thank you, Dr. Bivens, for that beautiful prayer, and Dr. Lewis for the scripture. And before we call on our first speaker, we'd like to remind everyone to please keep your cameras turned off and your microphones muted unless you're called on to speak. Our readers for today's session will be Dr. Lauren Lewis and Dr. Shirley Nelson. And at this time, it is an honor and a pleasure to call on for our first speaker from our Southfield, Michigan class, Dr. Carl Leatherberry. Dr. Leatherberry. Good morning, class. Good morning. It's always a pleasure to have anything to say about our creator, Yahshua, well, our creator, Yahweh Elohim Yahshua, that being one name, meaning that Yahweh is salvation. Um, the scripture lesson, you know, is, is kind of where Yahshua got my mind at, or had my mind at for, you know, the last few months, as far as dealing with life, you know, being out here and still living in this life is imperative that I, I can say it like that, that we do keep our faith strong in Yahshua. Without having faith in Yahshua, I'm telling you, it can, it can cause a lot of chaos as far as mentally, you know, in, in your mind, you don't have any any peace or any, you know, type of, when you got all this stress and thoughts and all these things going on physically in your mind or physically out here in this world, you 
sometimes get tired to the point where you need rest. And I'm here to tell you, you know, being a son of Yahshua, that your only peace and rest is in Yahshua the Messiah. Like knowing Yahshua the Messiah afford me to to I don't know, humble myself. I've been asking Yahshua for peace, peace of mind, you know. A lot of the stuff that I used to hear in class, I didn't I didn't understand at first, but I kept asking Yahshua for the increase. There's a lot of things that I did understand, but I never broke it down like to understand, you know, fully uh, what I need to understand about it for myself. So, you know, studying is one of the best things that you can do. You take your Elohim book out and you find you a spot by yourself and you read the Elohim book. And I understand why now that Dr. Kelly admonished that you read the Elohim book by yourself because distractions, there's a lot of distraction that goes on, you know, with your, with your siblings or your kids or your spouse and things like that. So that when you're trying to read that Elohim book, you can get distracted. And there's a lot of points in there that you can't miss. You know, I've realized that once I've started reading by myself and getting by myself and really going deep into it, asking Yahshua within me to unlock those mysteries, unlock those things that I don't understand, I asked that he helped me understand. And I can tell you, in reading the Elohim book like that, I, I would admonish everybody in class to do that because Yahshua can give you that increase of knowledge about himself. And it's, it's very important that we do that because just like she just read, keeping that faith, that see that name, it can afford you that salvation. And that salvation is what we're searching for. That salvation, that's the whole thing that Yahshua will do. His, his job is to save. Shua in Hebrew means salvation. And you know, I don't really have much to say on this. I'm really happy to be a part of this gospel. I'm so thankful that Yahshua came and just picked me out of the world. Like I don't know, is I don't know how to express my thankfulness to Yahshua, but to let Nashua know that he got a servant in me. He got a son in me. And that I pray that he continue to give me that increase. That maybe one day that when, when it's time when he see fit that I can be a part of that body of Yahshua Messiah. I want to believe now that I am and this, you know, but like you said, to Eternal life is to, to know something about your Heavenly Father, is to learn and to know something about your Creator. Um, can we get that? Is that in Romans? Where it say this is eternal life? John 17. Okay, let's read that. 
it's why people would know, you know, a lot of things that we say, we, we say, we get them from the Bible. We don't make up these things on our own. Like I just go tell somebody, you know, I know on my own that if you learn about your creator, Yasha, they can afford you eternal life. No, I, by me knowing that and researching that and knowing that it's true, then I can be able to tell somebody wholeheartedly that yes, that's the case. That if you looking for eternal light or life righteousness in righteousness, then you must know something about your heavenly father. You must know something about your creator in truth. Can we get that scripture? Yes, that's John 17 and 3. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true El, and Yahshua the Messiah, whom thou hast sent. See, it's saying that's life eternal, that they might know, they might know the true El. And Yahshua the Messiah that he has sent. So you have to believe. And which it's a it's a hard thing to do. It's an easy thing to say, and then it's a hard thing to do. But you must believe that Yahshua the Messiah did what he did to obtain salvation for us. We didn't have, we didn't, we have with the with Yahweh, we can't just go, you think you go yourself or you think everything that you're doing is for yourself, you talk straight to God and do you good. A lot of people, they think that they get sanctified because they, they so, you know, they they enter church or they, they, they enter a certain religion and then they feel so sanctified that they are separated from other people like that. You know, that like it says there, and this is life eternal, that they might know that they might know, might know what, you know, might know about Yahweh's purpose, about whom Yahweh sent for our salvation. As, as we do know, or for those who don't know, that death reigned upon all men, sin reigned upon all men from the fall of Adam. And the way that that story it's a, it's a beautiful story if you really understand that story about Adam and Eve and you put it to that pattern. And then you will see learning that pattern is it will help you understand a lot of things that you read first in the Bible or things that you don't understand. You can always see that one, two, three pattern, death, burial, resurrection that most holy place, holy place in court round about. Now, somebody, I think it was last Sunday or Tuesday, they brought out a beautiful point when they said that when the baby, the baby is born in the outer court area, just physical things to help you understand some things about spiritual. And when, the, when that, water break, you see that water and the show of blood and that baby comes out and that baby say, yeah, that's the first thing that that doctor and that mom is looking for. For that baby to just scream, yeah. But then they, they made a beautiful point and they said, then you go to the holy place 
which would be like taking their baby and putting it to that mom's breast to feed. And then when that baby see that mom's face and hear his mom or the mom kiss him, then that's that most holy place. And it, it's just funny sometimes that when you do, if you ever seen childbirth or you was in there, that when that baby do get close to that mother, it's, it calms down. <laughs> like everybody else around it is is that baby just crying and crying and crying. But as soon as that doctor hand that baby to that mama and that mother hold that baby close, it seemed like everything is all right. Everything is cool. That baby know, you know, and that that's just that's just a little something on how your creator work. Some people, it's hard to even take things like that to understand that or to, to know that that has something to do with your creator. That that is something physical that you see that you can take and get a spiritual principle out of. Like it says in, in Romans 1, 19 and 20. You taking the physical to understand spiritual things, and that's a hard thing to do. That's just a hard thing. Like if you listen to what's being said, you're taking the physical things to understand spiritual things. You know, and the only way that really that I see in me learning that is that by me learning and knowing the pattern. I've been really, really studying on the pattern. And being able to put things to the pattern helps me cope with a lot of situations, you know. I know that there's a death, I know that there's a burial, I know that there will be a resurrection. You know, and the resurrection part, that's the part that I'm really, really trying to get to and focus on. That I can endure all the hardship and uh, you know all the stuff that goes on out here that I can endure that you know being buried and all of this mess you know and knowing that Yahshua will, will be that resurrection knowing that having no more condemnation having no more bad thoughts or no more pain in your body and all that you know all that type of stuff all that is good and righteousness in Yahshua and that that is not bad. That's something that I would admonish to anybody and tell them that's the best feeling they ever have in this world. The only good feeling that you have in this world, peace that you have in this world is having Yahshua the Messiah in you. It's other than that, the thing that goes on in this world, it's a lot of people trying to put their own thing towards and they still, it just don't happen. You know, they you coming up with your own recollection to things that you think are spiritual is not what it's not the way to go. So I got Dr. Kennedy set these classes up so that people can know the truth about the matter, the truth about the situation. I have no problem with telling everybody there's the truth and then there's everything else. Yeah. And me having the whatever testimony that I have or can say anything about Yahshua Messiah, I have to give thanks and all thanks to Yahshua Messiah to have 
anything to say or to have him in feel him inside of me. You know, because I need it. <laughs> I need it real bad, you know. And for me to be out here roaming around out here really by myself <laughs> is one of them things where I need to have the gospel in my life and not get caught up in this physical world because the road that I was thinking about going down is not a good one. And I'm glad that Yahshua showed me that. And I'm glad that he already showed me that that's something that I need to do. It's to keep learning and keep studying about him. Endure this thing to the end, folks. Know that you do have a creator out there that got your back. No matter what, he got my back. I can't, can't like they say, you can't cry over spilled milk. That's a, that's a saying that I use. Now, I don't want to cry over spilled milk. I need to understand that my wife and my daughter and my grannies, they is with Yashua. It's in the spirit with Yashua. They waiting on all of us to become a part of that one body of Yahshua the Messiah for us to even go into heaven to be with Yahshua the Messiah. So I know it sounds like I'm rambling, this, but I just want to tell the class that yes, this is the right place to be. To learn and not just to be told something, to actually learn, to actually go in the books dig and search and find and research for the truth of the matter instead of having somebody telling me that that's this is what it is they don't really really read the bible as much they read scriptures and they tell you that it's something physical that you can do to obtain salvation or to be or to get into heaven or you you know, uh, you're gonna see your wife one day and your grandmama and you're gonna be up there playing with them and all this. I don't wanna hear that stuff. I don't wanna hear it. I'm glad Yashua brought me into class at the time that he did so that now when I hear it, those things, I know better. I know better. And I would tell them, I would tell anybody, you know, you need to learn of Yashua the Messiah. You need to learn about Yahweh, Elohim, Yahshua, the Messiah, their true names. Which, the, it don't matter who you call them. Are we talking about the same person thing? That that don't stand. That don't go. That don't stand really with nobody in the other religions neither. They feel like what they doing is right, and that's what it is. <laughs> but when you got the truth, when you got the truth out of matter and you don't want to pay attention to that truth, if you take that truth to that, that what you heard, if you go out here and you research that, and you find out that what's being said is literally true, and you don't take it upon yourself to, you know, even believe it, or you just don't want to believe it because of what you was taught when we was brought up, I can tell you right there, that is the wrong route to go. The truth is the truth. And more, a lot of people out here, they they love listening to a lie or they want people to lie to them a little bit or however, so that they can feel better. I'm not one of them people. Lying to me, I don't want to hear it. 
Because I, I, I feel the same way as a lot of people in class. If it ain't true, then of course I don't have to believe it. I'm not going to believe it anyway until I research it and find out on my own that what is it? Is it true? Is that's what Yahshua said? Because the eternal life to afford you eternal life is that you might know something about your creator. <laughs> Isn't that something? That you can learn something and know something about your creator. That's right. For surety. Mm -hmm. now, if you can do that, and then you say it to you, you know, Yahshua proved something to you in your life about himself to let you know that it's real. Then I admonish everybody in class, hold on to that. Hold on to that. Believe that Yashua Messiah came here and died as an outcast dog. Died for our salvation to relieve sin so that we might have some type of salvation through him that did it all. He did the whole thing for us. And see, if you, don't, if you can't believe that and say, well, he didn't do everything for us. Why are we still here on this physical earth and we going through this and going through that? Nah. Mm -mm. To believe that something, if somebody came and just took care of my whole life and I just want to believe that they never did it. Or I could, or I would say if I never, you know, I know that this is my mom, but I don't believe she gave birth to stupid stuff. You know, to take the truth and just turn it into something that you want it to be. Now the truth is the truth. Right. It's just a hard thing to believe when it got something to do with you. <laughs> it's hard to take in. Because you don't you don't like people lying on you. You go to school, you be back in school, or you be around your siblings and y'all didn't do something, or they go back and tell the mama a lie on you. Now, I know people that have been through that. You don't like to lie. People don't, people don't like to be lied on. People will lie, but they don't like to be lied on. If I go in and tell somebody, I saw you kill, go tell the police, I saw you kill somebody, you think they're just going to believe me? <laughs> well, I saw him do it. You know, they're going they to ask you to prove it. Prove it. You got to prove what you said is true, and then they will believe you. So then you take this gospel and you taking it and you teaching it and you trying to prove it to people or prove something to yourself, basically. Not to prove it to other people. Take it to prove it to yourself. Prove it to yourself that it's right, that it's true, and that it can afford you salvation. You can have peace. I'm one here to tell you, you can have a peace of mind. And my peace of mind is in Yahshua the Messiah. If my peace of mind wasn't in Yahshua the Messiah, then I feel like I would be out here in this world trying to find some type of peace causing chaos to find my peace. Destroying everybody else's life just so I can feel like I got some type of peace or some type of relief. It's not me, it's not gonna happen. I'm glad, like I said, I'm thankful that Yahshua came and picked me out of the world. That's what he did. And nobody stumble up on this on their own. You were chosen. And, you know, I can't thank Yahshua enough for that. I just, I can't. 
And my faith is going to always stay strong, no matter what that devil do come up with. He's, believe me, he didn't stop right there with me. He studied poking at me. He studied getting at me. But one thing that I'm not going to let him do, let that devil, that dragon, that adversary of Yahweh do with me, is I'm not going to buy into his crap and just go down his road. I always say within myself, Joshua, you take care of that situation. I can't handle that devil. I can't handle when the things, the little slick stuff that he do is so hard to sometimes muster, like sometimes take, you know, it can, it can make you emotional. You know what I'm saying? It can make you cry. He he come at you in so many different ways that it's pathetic. And knowing what I know in this gospel, or anybody knowing this gospel, the closer you get to Yahshua and Messiah, the more that you learn, the more he try to be even more slick and try his best to distort that truth that you got going on in you. I want to tell you, he tried me a lot. He's constantly trying. But one thing he's going to have to get past, and that's Yahshua the Messiah in me. And I believe that he cannot get past that. So that's why I don't worry about it. I take the good with the bad. It's the same. Taking the good with the bad. You know, I understand that Yahshua created that adversary to oppose him. I understand that Adam and Eve had to come out that garden. I understand that Yahshua's job is to save. You have to come down. With the Abrahamic promise, they was in Canaan's land. They came down to Egypt, was evilly treated, and returned back. That round trip, that round trip, that figure eight that the dean was talking about one day. It's that figure eight. He led on his side and they're making that affinity sign. It's a, it's a constant going, not that figure six that that devil got or that mark of the beast to where he cannot ever get back in that most holy place. Mm -hmm. He's gonna keep making that circle to make that six of when that line came when he first was cast out of heaven to make that six. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to tell the class, I will love to tell the class that study, read your Elohim book. Read your Elohim book, take your Bible, read those scriptures in there sometimes you will see scriptures in the Elohim book that you know when you're reading something from Dr. Kelly and then you read the scripture the scripture can it can is not like what he's really saying and that the scripture would tell you something that you probably that you missed and with him explaining what he explained so when you read those that's a good thing to do read those scriptures see what Dr. Kelly is referring to when he's talking about what he's talking about. Uh, I want to thank the Southfield class for keeping these Zoom classes up and staying diligent, diligent in the simplicity of the gospel. Not only the simplicity of the gospel, because y'all, Southfield class, y'all can go deep. There's a lot of people in there can go deep, 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 deep into the gospel. You know, but not changing it not adding to it and keeping it original and the same of what it is. I want to say thank you to the Southfield class. Thanks to Yashua that 
he's working with the South New class that you guys study, preach the truth. That way, some souls can be saved out there. Mm -hmm. so with those few words, I was to say hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Dr. Leatherberry. And for our next speaker of the afternoon, we're happy to call also from our Southfield, Michigan class, Dr. Dewan Nelson. Dr. Nelson. Good morning, class. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Good morning. I apologize. Morning, uh, I was in the kitchen trying to turn the stove off. Um, I am um, eternally grateful to be here today. I am always uh, happy and overjoyed to be able to testify uh, to my Savior, Yahshua the Messiah. And uh, I just want to say that uh, I truly enjoyed the previous speaker and his words um, and admonishment. And I asked Yahshua any time that, you know, we are able to be able to be a symbol here and we have these vessels that he uses to speak through. And so let me hear whatever message or thought that he's trying to convey as you coming to these schools, these classes, you know, um, no matter, you know, how long you've been here, um, whether you've been here a short time or a long time, you eventually come to the conclusion that this is not ran by the people that you see or hear on, uh, on these Zoom sessions or you might see on YouTube or in person. And Yahweh has a way uh, in his time and through revelation revealing that he is truly the author and the finisher of your faith. And that means that he is the only cast member. I mean, we use a lot of metaphors and similes in this class. I was on a part of a group chat yesterday and we were talking about the movies and spiritual principles of movies. And that's always a fun thing to do when you can see Yahweh's operation in everything that you do and that you see. And that's what our goal ultimately is, is to see Yahweh uh, more clearly. I think about that song that the Isolani choir used to sing um, and uh, Elena Brazil, Ryan Elena Brazil uh, led it with day by day. And I know a scripture, but it was a prayer to see you more clearly, to follow you more nearly, uh, to love you more dearly. I mean, all of these things that were in this song, these are our constant prayer. And as you, as you, as Yahweh evolves your heart, your mind grows you up in this gospel, you understand that those words are not just words or those prayers are not just small things and prayers, but they're everything that you obtain to be. It's everything that you strive to reach, to see Yahweh more clearly, to love him more dearly, uh, to follow him more nearly. See what I'm saying? Those are the things that, that you aim to do. So when these vessels come up, you start, Yahweh has moved us along when we start and stop seeing the flesh. So we all have that. I like this speaker. I like that speaker. You know, this person preaches the gospel. We've all been in that space in that time. And we probably still, I, I still have. When somebody gets called on, certain people get called on, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying, you know, I'm ready to enjoy. 
But Yahweh has us to the place where we know that it's not that speaker. But Yahweh has given gifts. He's given, as uh, the previous speaker said, that they can go. Yahweh has the ability to take you as simple as simplicity for a small child to, to learn something about his great gospel. Or he can take you, if you one that thrives, we have people in like our vice president, our president, Dr. Edward Ewell, who's, uh, you know, knowledge seeker, you know, professed knowledge seeker, you know, very intelligent. Um, Dr. Marvin Lewis, these are people who have a lot of knowledge, know, know a lot about things. And so to see and hear the deeper, you know, the deeper things of Yahweh, Yahweh has something for each and every one. He comes to exactly where you at and gives you exactly what you need. Uh, you know, and so we're talking about Yahweh, who is pure spirit, who encompasses all things that we know about and that we don't know about. So, of course, it's going to be the elementary things, that, if you can say elementary things of him. And then also uh, the deep esoteric things. Now, think about Yahweh. He is pure spirit. So we didn't know anything about him prior to coming down to one of these schools, sitting up under this divine vision and revelation. We knew nothing about him. So even what we call the simplistic or the foundational things of Yahweh are the great and the mighty esoteric secrets of the universe. We can never stray away from that. We can never lose sight of that. What we have come down here in front of and caused to know the world just doesn't know it. And listen, you give somebody the choice or the opportunity to know something, you know, saying if you really knew and had a conscious understanding, what was at stake? What the penalty for the ignorance is? Yahweh said he had a time where he winked at their ignorance. But now we have where he's with, we are without excuse to know something about our heavenly father in truth and in its righteousness, because he has shown it unto them, he has given it in abundance. I think about the things we were talking about through the chat yesterday in these movies. It's everywhere, you, excuse me, it's everywhere you look. If he causes you to look, if he causes you to see, it is everywhere and you can't, it's all everywhere. You know, one of the things about, uh, you know, I said the Matrix movie, and I'm not going to give it away for people who haven't watched it, but it's the same principle from the first ones. But you can see the cold. They started seeing the cold everywhere. Talked about, it was looking in the mirror, looking everywhere, and they can see the cold or, uh, you know, it's imprint everywhere. And we come to find out that Yahweh, our Elohim, is truly omnipresent. It's another word that I, I learned, ubiquitous, everywhere. At every time, you see what I'm saying? There is no escape. We talked about the moderator talks about that in Yahweh, and you go to that chart, that we have uh, the Moses chart, I'm sorry. We have Yahweh depicted on this chart as a cloud. Now, Yahweh is not a cloud. So we're talking about Yahweh or the Father, who the world calls uh, Lord. You see what I'm saying? Now, Yahweh or God, Yahweh is pure spirit. And in this state, he is undetectable, unseen. You can't scrutinize him. You can't detect him with these five senses that we have. You're not, you're not looking at Yahweh. You're not touching Yahweh. You're not smelling him. You understand what I'm saying? You would not confine to these, these five senses. But that Yahweh 
which names means to be or he who causes to exist is the ultimate source and substance of everything. You understand what I'm saying? You go into a forest or, or let's, let's go, let's fast forward. You go get a, pa a pack of paper. You see what I'm saying? And you trace that paper back to the origin. You can press rewind. That paper goes through the cycle. Ultimately, you're going to find a tree as its origin because it's where those products come from. Paper products, your pencil that come from trees. So ultimately, you're going to trace it back to where it comes from. And so we're telling you that Yahweh or the Father is the source where everything emanates from. See? Go ahead, get over there for me real quick. There are three that bear record in heaven. And I had no prepared thought process today. Actually, I was, my mother had some food that, you know, cooked, you know what I'm saying, some, uh, some soul food today. And I was, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to listen to class and, and clean dreams or something like that. And, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, I was really thoroughly enjoying the, 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 the uh, previous speaker and his testimony. And his testimony spoke of the power of Yahweh. Listen, all, every last one of us have been through a trial or some type of tribulation. You see what I'm saying? That only Yahweh can bring you from. But see, this is what we come to find out is that our Heavenly Father, he's not operating haphazardly. He has a purpose. He has a plan. He also has this pattern or a system in the way that he does things. You understand what I'm saying? And so these are things that when we see the trials and tribulations, these stories that we read, that we call, you know, you know, uh, cute Bible stories or inspiring stories of the Bible that we read were actual events that transpired. And you see, understand that these, these events all have something in common. If you go back and you look at this, the reason why this gospel is so powerful, that a vision it's so necessary because what it does, it gives you an understanding or sight to something that was very abstract before you couldn't see it. So these charts that are, are truly um, Dr. Kinley's um, vision in pictorial form, well, we can take a look at it. I thought about this not too long ago. I've been looking at these plates my entire life. You see what I'm saying? Never ceases to amaze me about these, uh, about these charts. Even now, when I look at it, I understand it to be vast. I understand it to be uh, esoteric. I understand, it to, I understand it to be simple. I understand it to be complex. Even now, after 44 years of looking at these charts, it is still the same. You understand what I'm saying? There's no mastery of it. There's so many things on here that to this day, you'll hear people say all the time, I'm included. I've been looking at these charts all my life. And I go up and I take a look at something, you see some detail or something that has been staring at you your entire life. And you're not able to see it until Yahweh reveals it to you. He has a plan. He has a purpose. He has a design. There's a time where you're going to be in darkness. There's a time where you're not going to know what to do. You're not going to know where to go. You understand? That's his purpose. Yahweh said that he was the light that lighted the world. He has to be the light because the world is groping in darkness. You understand what I'm saying? He's the opposite of the darkness. So he has to be. It's going to be a, it's going to be a time when you're going to be in darkness. I'm talking about, and that darkness sometimes can be deep. 
It can be dark enough to take your life. It can be dark enough to take your soul. Save it being Yahshua the Messiah. It will, it will overtake you. It will overrun you. I'm talking about the darkness in mankind's heart. The mm. darkness in mankind's mind. It will overrun you. It will take you. We see people right now, they're being slaughtered by the satanic spirit. They're being slaughtered right now. I mean, it's just unfathomable to some of the stupidity, the ignorance. And listen, we know we are no better. It's not about sitting back, pointing our fingers, looking at somebody, looking down on them, because saving be Yahshua the Messiah, we will be in the same state and condition. One of the things that we have learned about this COVID is that anybody can get it. Anybody. You're not safe from it. You understand? There's no safety other than Yahshua the Messiah. You're not saying anybody can get it. It might, it reminds me of the satanic spirit and the deception. All of us were susceptible to that. Oh. Every last one of it. It said the whole world lies in darkness. The whole world was deceiveth. That's perfect tense. Oh. That means everybody before you. That means you and everybody currently and everybody after you. You see what I'm saying? Came into this world diagnosed with the same, the same predicament. The, and listen, it's the same death, it's the same disease, it's the same thing, no matter how, what manifestation it comes in. Oh. It's only one. See? That's the reason why there's only one cure for it. And that's Yahshua the Messiah. No matter, no matter how you, no matter what's keeping you in darkness, no matter what's keeping you down, no matter what you're buried in, no matter what is inflicting the death state in your life, in your world, in your time right now, there is only one resurrection. That's Yahshua the Messiah. We have to know that. Now he's given us a way to understand something about something that we can't see. Go read that first real quick for me. Natural understanding, spiritual. I understand. I, I still have um, three bear record, but get that for me real quick. I'm gonna try not to boss around, and I'm gonna try to keep a a train of thought. I am immensely happy to be here today. I'm telling you right now. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not worthy to talk about Yahshua the Messiah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not worthy to know nothing about this great gospel. And that's the reason why you have to give all praise and all honor to Yahshua Messiah. That's right. It's not about some, it's not about no thoughts or something to say and to be humble. We understand. We always start to show you the things that are inside a man's heart and mind, and how diabolical it is, and how opposed to it it is. You look at this world and you see this rat race that's going on with this world and their inability to accept fact. <laughs> their inability to accept truth about small things. When we watch, it was a movie that's on Netflix. I recommend everyone watch it. Yeah. It's called Don't Look Up. That's right. It's called Don't Look Up. And it's about the colossal ignorance of this world today, real time. It's about the un an inability, inability, excuse me, to accept a tested true fact. Right. To, to accept sound judgment or sound um, 
principles or foundational principles. Yes. Almost, I mean, to deny even what you see with your own eyes. And that's what they, that's what they, um, that's what they saying, you know, that's what we're seeing right now. Last year, um, can we get ready to come up on that uh, anniversary uh, for that insurrection, uh, insurrection that they had. And we all watched it over and over and over and over and over again. What did it look like to you? Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of people robbed and sacking a building with the intent to overthrow who was in the building. That's cut and plain. You see what I'm saying? So you can't, we say if it looks like a chicken, it quacks like a chicken, it's a chicken. But in this world, it's not so. It's alternative. It may be a chicken. Depends on how you look at it. Yeah. Depends on how you feel about it. You see what I'm saying? But see, that's the reason why we come to hear what Yahweh said. It's not, he said, my thoughts are not your thoughts. So that means that what you're thinking is already off step of what Yahweh's thinking. He said, neither are my ways, your ways. So that means the way that you're going to go about doing it is already off center from what Yahweh was going to do. You understand what I'm saying? How he operates. Go ahead and get that scripture for me real quick, uh, the reader, please. You wanted Romans, the natural to understand, or did you want the, okay. That's Romans, Romans 1 and 19. Because that which may be known of Yahweh is manifest in them, for Yahweh have shown Uh it unto them. For the be What must be, I'm sorry, uh, reader, I'm going to cut you just a little bit. Mm -hmm. The Things that may be known about Yahweh. So there's some things that we know about Yahweh. I've had too many conversations where people say, that's just not something that we know. You know, say, I call your bluff. There are things that you can know about Yahweh. See, Mm -hmm. he has given things. Go ahead and read, reader. Because that which may be known of Yahweh is manifest in them. For Yahweh have shown Uh, it unto them. Now see, it's manifest in them. Yahweh has shown somebody something. He's shown it to them. Read. For the invisible things of him from the creation uh-huh. of the world are clearly Read. seen. Being now, this un- is what we're talk- now, this is what we're talking about. Hold it right there for me, Read. We're talking about the invisible things of him can now be clearly seen. Now, that sounds just ridiculous because we're talking about something that you can't see. Now, real quick. Uh, reader, I want you to keep where you're at, uh, Dr. Nelson, and uh, the second reader, I'm, sorry, I'm not sure if it's Dr. Hamilton or Dr. Lewis, go ahead and read uh, where I have you at the Three Bear Record. That's First John 5 and 7. For there are uh-huh. three that bear record in heaven, the Father, uh-huh. the Word, right. and the Holy Spirit. There's three and that he- bear record in heaven, the Father, the word and the Holy Spirit. Now we go back to that Moses chart real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, please let's go to the name chart. So we have we have it like here. And I remember I was telling you now, Yahweh has made this so it can be as simple as one, two, three, as indicated on this chart. There's a big one, there's a big two, and a big three. See? Yahweh knew what he was dealing with and who he was dealing with and what he made. He gave us and we said, listen, we went through our physical school just so that we can learn some principles so that we can understand things. From it. We come to find out that everything that we learned in life from a physical standpoint, that wasn't even the reality. It was all to tie, tie in a segue to uh, learn something. You think Yahweh put us here to learn math? 
He put us here to learn and know, understand him, the one who caused everything to exist, the one who gave us life. So the, the mere fact that we were gone through a school to learn one, two, three was all in preparatory for this. That's why we have one, two, three. You understand what I'm saying? We didn't know these little simple things. When I talk, when I say everything is for the glory of Yahweh, I mean everything. When we say there's nothing that escapes the pattern, we mean nothing. Now listen, it's up to you to prove that. It's up to you to ask Yahweh to prove that to you. See, that's not something we should just be listening to and hear. What do you mean nothing escapes the pattern? These are bold, these are bold words. The words that only can be uttered by the creator of heaven and earth. Not a man. You understand what I mean? A man will fall every single time. I don't care how great or how lifted up he is. He's going to fall short every single time. But we're mm -hmm. talking about a gospel that is given to us by Yahweh himself. It has never failed and it never will. So when we say there's nothing that escapes that divine pattern, we mean there is nothing that escapes that divine pattern. Now listen, whether you're new or whether you're old, you are yourself to check that out. Don't just have these words just fall. This is what Yahweh is telling me. I'm telling you what it is. This is the cheat code, ladies and gentlemen, that we have. We have the answers to the test. He said, I give it to you salvation, but you won't come into me. In that movie, I'm not going to talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> Oh they gave the people a way out, <laughs> and they turned it down. They turned it down. This, this is this is what we. This is our lives. That you know these movies that these satires that they create that they are ignorant of creating. They do it for social commentary. Yeah, they can see some. You know, Yahweh's caused things to be obvious uh, to certain people, and they can see it. They're just looking at it from a physical, but they have no ideal with the spiritual ramifications of those things that they talk about in those movies are. They drill it all down to the physical people. They still believe that if one day we can get it together and change you know, and change the world and make things a better place. And I'm telling you right now, every Bible that they have, that they, they carry around under their arm, none of those Bibles speak to that. This world here, gotta go. Y'all would say my kingdom is not flesh and blood. It is the spirit. This right here, this existence right here, it has to go. Everything that we have is seen in our lifetime testifies. Anything that you know that lives forever, Jehovah Witness says, oh, the earth is going to remain and last, and, and it's going to be 144,000. It's going to be, how? Your earth is dying. What earth are you going to, what earth are you going to, this physical earth? How? It's nothing that testifies. This is how he made it simple. One, two, three. Everything, you see things, they're born, they come up, they live, they go. They, they, they return back to where they came from. A baby starts off dependent upon parents, someone to feed them, someone to change their parent, pamper, someone to has to give care and fooding and lodging to, someone who has to instruct and to provide for. And if you live long enough, you return right back to it. That's right. That's full circle. Yahweh has a plan. He has a pattern. He has a system in operation that has never stopped. That's one, that's one thing that Matrix movie point out. They're walking around, living in a system the whole time, not knowing 
Mm. Yahweh has caused it. Yahweh is our red. Yahshua the Messiah is our red pill. Has caused us to be, uh, you know, what I'm saying detached from the delusion, detached from the uh, uh, from the lie, detached from the deception. See, has woken us up through Yahshua the Messiah, giving us some, giving us some eyes to see, mm. some ears to hear. And we're talking about spiritual things. I haven't forgot. We're talking about spiritual things that are invisible, that are clearly seen. Now, that's likened to Yahweh. As you see, the number one is pure spirit. See, now we're talking about something that the world is confused on. They have no idea. They got them three separate people up in the sky somewhere with robes and gold and shimmery behind a gate, which you're going to go to and stand and be judged. All these things that the previous speaker talking about, you have been having with a party. With a, you know, uh, with a, uh, your mom and your and your grandparents and everybody's partying. That's not the way it is. I'm trying to tell you, we have been injected with so many different things. We have lost track of what we've been injected with. Mm. I said this comment to I have a friend who won't watch a scary movie because you know, especially like things like uh, Exorcist or Poltergeist or whatever the case may be, zombies, all that kind of stuff. That's satanic for them. You know, they feel like they can be harmed by it. I'm a horror, I'm a horror fan. <laughs> I, I asked Yashua about that before. Like, should I not like horror? <laughs> but when Yahweh showed me about it, it's like that is that's that's just as made up as Santa Claus. I asked my friend, I said, You think that this stuff is real? When is the last time you turned on the TV and saw 120 people mauled down by zombies? I wait, tell me. But you have seen hundreds of people mauled down by a gunman that walks in the, uh, that walks in a school and takes innocent lives. Now that's the satanic spirit. We they we so we're so backwards and so confused. We don't even know what we think. You think there's monsters? Rah rah rah. That's not real. When have you seen one? You understand what I'm saying? But we're talking about a nature. That nature of the satanic spirit is insidious. That nature of the satanic spirit is monstrous. This is what Yahweh has caused us to do through this great gospel. We're looking into heavenly things. We're understanding spiritual things, the nature, even about the adversary. Mm. I'm telling you, you can't do it unless you come down here and sit out in one of these schools under one of these visions. And I mean, I, I, let me, let me, let me uh, backtrack that statement. You can't do it unless you sit up under one of these visions. The school, the institution, all that, that doesn't matter. As you can see, talking to a, to a brother about some of the sanctions they want to impose, more money or whatever the case would be. Listen, Yahweh has free minds. Yahshua the Messiah has resurrected folks. That have been, he put a song in their heart. There's nothing you can do about the sons of Elohim preaching this gospel. There's nothing you can do. You can take any institution away. There's nothing you can do about it. You understand what I'm saying? We serve the Elohim of the highest foe, the only one that there is. And his, his word is going to go for it. So you have spirit, pure spirit, uh, Yahweh, and pure spirit. He is the cause, the substance, and the source of everything that's made. I talked about that, that paper and the trees. Everything that's derived, that's me, that's you, that's the houses, that's cars, that's fido in the yard, as the, uh, as the father used to say. That's everybody. It's made and derived with the pure spirit of Yahweh. We live, we move, and we have our being. We talk about these charts where you see this fire, this fiery cloud that goes around these charts. We say, Yahweh, it's not a cloud. 
chose this cloud to to simplify uh, the show because it has no distinct uh, form or shape or form. Likewise, Yahweh in his pure spirit state has no recognizable, identifiable, identifiable shape and form that you can see or identify with your senses. See, and He is the source and the magnet source. Now, this same one, the same Yahweh. Now, this is the part we talked about. Uh, she talked about giving the things that are uh, taking the natural things. Dr. Nelson, go ahead and pick up where you're at real quick. 20th verse, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even. Now listen, now, listen, real quick, hold it right there. Now listen, he's going to make something. You understand what I'm saying? So that we can understand, he's going to make a mold. He's going to make a a, a, a pattern or a type or a, um, a a schematic. You see what I'm saying? He's going to make a you know just it's the same thing. We give these 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 uh these examples in the school, and I love that about this school that they have so many different metaphors, if you will, where you could take something that represents something else or to help you identify. So you take a person. I have a thought in my mind. It's abstract. It's without. It's without um, necessarily shape or form. Meaning that you don't know what is in my in my mind. You have no way of seeing it. You have no way of of knowing what it is until I do what. Until I tell you. So now I'm starting to manifest something. So that's what to make known means. Manifest means to make known. So now that we can understand something. Being understood by the things that, that are made. You understand what I'm saying? See, so now Yahweh comes down, takes on shape and form as Yahweh Elohim, the archetype, original pattern. He's the archetype. He's the pattern of the universe. He's the original schematic. He's the original blueprint of everything that was made. So then Yahweh, who's pure spirit and don't have any shape or have any form, can't make it by pure spirit because it has no shape and form. So he gives something form. He takes all shape and form. So that everything that is formless, form or formless, is bearing, the, is made after that pattern. You see what I'm saying? You had a car in your hand, Henry Ford. It had no shape and form. He drew it out. He made a blueprint, made a schematic. Now the things that were abstract to everyone else starts to take on shape and form. I got four wheels. I got a steering wheel. I got a rear. I got a front. I got you know, windows, I got an engine, motor, you know, all those things start taking on a shape and form. And now it becomes, then it becomes, after that paper, it took on shape and form. Then it becomes a reality. He, uh, you know, throws up manufacturing plants. We are here in Michigan, the home of all of the auto industry. See what I'm saying? All the plants, we got several class members here that, uh, that work in those plants. You see what I'm saying? And they manufacture those cars. So here we are, Something that started as a thought or an idea that was drawn out or that was that was made into a plan. Now people are now riding around it. It's so funny because we have what's called the International Auto Show that I used to go to all the time when I was younger because my father was a police officer. He used to give free tickets. But we used to go, I haven't been in an auto show in years. But we used to go all the time. It used to be a highlight every year around January. We would go. And then you get to see the cars. Now, the funny thing is, they used to have things that was called concept cars. Mm -hmm. These are ideals that people had. This is about years ago. 
Now, these very concept cars that we used to look at now are now reality. They're on the road, big, large LCD screens inside the cars, looking futuristic. Cars that don't even run by gas, they run by electric. They're moving around, sounding like spaceships. I'm talking about my mother's car that she had that she turned in. She turned the car on, you could never hear it, ever. I mean, sometimes I was getting in the car, showing my ignorance, pushing the button again, trying to turn it, it's on. You see what I'm saying? Before the cars, you heard the muffler, you heard everything. Everything was loud. So now you have these cars of the, of the so-called future that were just ideals that someone made a model of. Now they're in reality. People are driving, getting them in. We are seeing Yahweh's operation over and over again. Just like they're living in that matrix, that cold. We're seeing Yahweh's cold over and over and over again. Seeing something that was invisible. Understanding things, my things are made. So now he's taking on shape and form as Yahweh Elohim, who is the maker and the builder of all things. Yahweh uh, Elohim is the creator or the one who causes, uh, the one who the, 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 the creation was fashioned after, see? So now you have a type of shadow. Now, now these, uh, that super incorporeal uh, being, Yahweh Elohim, can only be seen and vision in revelation and understood in revelation. Now that's, that's significant, see? As we talked about, uh, when you, she read it, she said, now we can go ahead and pick it up a little bit, Dr. Nelson, read it again for me. Okay. That's Romans 1 and 19. Because that which may be known of Yahweh is manifest in them. For Yahweh have shown it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. Even oh, being understood, being understood. That's the word I was looking for. So being understood. So now we have, we can understand something. See, we're talking about Yahweh Elohim now, taking on shape and form. We didn't know nothing about Yahweh in pure spirit state. So now Yahweh takes on shape and form as the word or son. And he begins to appear to the different ones, manifesting to them so they can understand who he is. We couldn't understand him in that, in that pure spirit. Mm -hmm. See, we couldn't understand what he was, what he was doing, what his pattern was, what his system was in that pure spirit state. So now we're able to understand something. He comes to tell you, my name is Yahweh. They were calling him El Shaddai. Many different things, right? Before that, my name is Yahweh. I'm your true Elohim. I'm the one, uh, you know, saying who your fathers worship. I'm the one who, uh, uh, who, uh, who created your fathers, your uh, the one who created the world, the one who's giving you life. That's that's who I am, Yahweh Elohim. So now he is personified, Yahweh Elohim. Now listen, these are not two separate individuals. This is the same self, Yahweh, was pure spirit, that number one. See, now he's taking on shape and form, but now he has a form in which he's going to communicate. He's still all the Yahweh that he is, back in pure spirit. He's still that same Yahweh. He still has all the power. Listen, he curated the, the, um, the, the, the heavens and the earth, right? You see what I'm saying? So Yahweh Elohim, our Elohim, see, the Almighty, Yahweh's name is to be, or he causes this Elohim, the Almighty, see? Now go ahead and read, Dr. Nelson. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and supernal nature, so that they are without excuse. Now that's that word, supernal. Somebody can somebody look that word up. Supernal nature, see, which is no nothing other than the Godhead or the makeup 
of our Heavenly Father. Now, this is what they don't understand out in the world. This is what they told you that you couldn't know nothing about. They got them at three different separate peoples. I was talking to a friend of mine. He's a Jehovah Witness. He said, you know what? And it's so funny because over the years, I've known this, this guy for almost 30 years. Over the years, our conversations have mutated. They've changed a lot. Now, here's what's the same. I'm saying Yahshua the Messiah is the savior, the savior of the world. The Yahweh, Elohim, and Yahshua, these three are one. That has never changed. You know what has changed? As Yahweh has, as Yahweh has caused uh, his truth to start being, that's why he said it's going to be without excuse. So they're looking at Yahweh even more. So his tone has changed. Well, yeah, I, I, I know it's, I know it's Yahweh. You know, uh, uh, you know, I, I really, like, this is their favorite thing. Really, you and I, we believe the same thing. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. We don't believe the same thing. Because if you believe what I believe, you would know the importance of using the name of Yahweh you would know that it was an impossibility for his name to be Jehovah. Now, that's just the name. Not to mention the present. You wouldn't be waiting for this, this earth to, uh, to last. People think the change is going to come. And you know what I'm saying? Listen, my heart goes out. to the plight. I'm an African-American male. I've experienced, you know, uh, racism. I've experienced uh, some of the conditions and plight of the African-American male. But listen, nothing is worse than the plight of a soul without Yahshua the Messiah. So these are type, Yahweh has even used those things in the earth plane as a type and a shadow. See what I'm saying? Nothing is more uh, significant than that plight. So now that you know what I'm saying, what I want to be is, I don't want to be segregated uh, from the salvation of Yahshua the Messiah. You see what I'm saying? That's something to march for. That's something to preach for. That's something to stand up for and say, and say my, my faith will never be changed. Now, the previous speaker, Dr. Leatherberry, said, listen, my faith will never change. It's time we are here. At this time, we're declaring that. You understand what I'm saying? Go ahead and read that definition, please, if you have it. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Let me pull it up. Oh. This is from dictionary.com. Being in or belonging to the heaven of divine beings, heavenly, celestial, or divine, lofty, or more than earthly, or human excellence, powers, etc. Being on high or in the sky or visible heavens. I believe it's a little different <laughs> in Webster. Yeah. Okay. And this is from Merriam-Webster Dictionary Online. Being or coming from on high, heavenly, mm-hmm. material, super, super I, I do not know how to pronounce this word. Superlatively oh. <laughs> oh. good. Thank you. <laughs> good. Located in or belonging to the sky. <clears throat> okay. So listen, that, well, that's enough of that. Listen, Yahweh, we talked about on high being or coming from on on high, like Yahweh, in his high and lofty state. Don't we often say that? In his high and lofty state, that immaculate source of existence, he came down, was likened unto a death, taking on shape and form as Yahweh Elohim. That's the number two spot. That's the superincorporeal 
our form of Yahweh, see, that appears to mankind in visions and understood in revelation. He is the word or son. The world calls the Bible the word, but that's not the word. We have uh, so many, I won't grab, so many examples of the word came unto me saying, this is the one that came and told them what to write, came and told them what to build, came and told them what to say. You see what I'm saying? What to do. That was Yahweh himself taking on shape and form as mm -hmm. Yahweh Elohim. Now, if you look at the number three standpoint, so you see how that cloud, it's not three separate clouds. It's one continuous form. You see what I'm saying? That number two, and then it, then it comes into that number three. And now you can see a manifesting in the flesh. See, that's Yahshua the Messiah, the one who came to fulfill the purpose of Yahweh. See, the one who came to, uh, to save mankind's soul. You see, saying through his death, burial, resurrection, our point of the Holy Spirit, ascension, and given us the ability to now become one once more with the Father. So remember, we talked about it in Ephesians. We talked about that all the time. He said, you were once a part. You were once not a part of the common salvation. But through this faith, this feed alone, Yahweh taking on shape and form, manifesting in the flesh, dying the death of an outcast dog, gives us the ability. Now, what do you mean? What did his physical blood do in order to allow us to be uh, saved? But Yahweh has given us an example. In order for you to live, something has to die. Ain't that right? So you have to take your food. Uh, we get ready, I told you, we get ready to cook a meal. Uh, you know, saying we got a turkey. So that turkey came from a live bird that was running around. That bird had to die. See what I'm saying? We're going uh, we to uh, consume it. The nutrients feed the body. See, that's a natural thing. That's a natural thing. We talked about. She talked about the natural things, the things that were made so that we can understand something about Yahweh's purpose. So that means that he has to show those witnesses in the earth plane. So something has to die for you to live from a physical standpoint. Mankind, after the fall of Adam, was in a death situation that caused us to be separate from the love and the salvation or from the, from the salvation of Yahweh. See, now Yahweh had a plan. I told you. You cannot get to the light unless you get to the darkness. So these darkness or these burials or these deaths that we have to go through are all part of the plan. And that's the reason why Dr. Leatherberry said, I, it, it helps me to understand the pattern or Yahweh's system because I understand that it has to be death. I understand that. I can identify or pinpoint where I'm at. There's a death. I'm being buried in it. But I know, just as I know, every day of my life, I have woken up and that sun has resurrected in the sky, that there has to be a resurrection. Yahweh said it so. He said it to be so. So you have to know that. And this pattern, Yahweh's gospel, is a systematically designed to reinforce these understanding, these principles, this understanding. And by you understanding that, Yahshua will give you the revelation. This is what the Holy Spirit is. See, it starts taking on shape and form with you. And then, the principles and the attributes. We're talking about, go, uh, go to the uh, Moses chart real quick. We're talking about being able to manifest love. One of the things that we are seeing run so rampant in the earth plane is the lack of love, the lack of compassion for one another. You know, I'm talking about just basic, just basic right of space. You see what I'm saying? I'm talking about just, you know what I'm saying? It's a living, breathing person. They'll come in, they'll go get rifles from local uh, superstores like Walmart or, or, or wherever, and they'll take these rifles and they'll go in schools and they'll kill children. 
You understand what I'm saying? But that's because this world is wholly given over to the satanic spirit. And that world is not in darkness. And this is where you and I live. This is where you and I are at from a physical standpoint. But that's why it was necessary. Yahweh said, Yahshua said, and I go away to prepare a place so that where I am now, you can also be. Now, where was he? He was the Holy Spirit in a physical body. And that Holy Spirit gives you wisdom, the ability to say, huh, I'm not going to do that. Or, huh, the Omicron is here? Let me get a virus. Let me get a vaccination. <laughs> Listen, you might not think that's wisdom, but compared to the world, that's wisdom. Uh, uh, uh. Look, and then, let, me, let, me, let me say this. I'm not condemning anyone who doesn't. But what I'm saying is that Yahweh has given us things that we can see. Yahweh, and I'll say this about the, you know, the vaccination, I'll be done with it. I tell people all the time, we've been getting vaccinated since we've been on earth, right? You had to get them to go to school. You had to listen to that, whatever, right? Now, Yahweh is the creator of all things, period. Now, here's the thing that we, we must know that all these conspiracy theories about the man and this and this and that, they want to oppose their plight. Listen, mankind, thanks to the uh, power of the satanic spirit that, that Yahweh gave him, I want you to understand that because mm -hmm. this is a story. Remember I told you, it has to be death. It has to be darkness. It has to be something that you need to save from. He told Abraham, hey, I'm going to give you the world. I'm going to give you this, I'm gonna give you this land. But first, Y'all got to go down. Y'all got to be different. Why? He was in the pattern. He did it first, didn't he? He was in pure spirit, a high and lofty state. He had to come down. So everything is going to reflect that. Remember, I told you, he is the pattern, the archetypal pattern of everything. Everything has to reflect that. So guess what? I'll give you all of this, Abraham. I'm going to bless your seed. I'm going to bless the nation for generations. But first, you got to go down. See, they got to go down. They got to be unevenly treated. They got to be subject to something that Yahweh has going to put them in. Unfathomable conditions. Guess what? So the Yahweh has already prepared. Listen, I have prepared a place for you is what uh, is, is uh, uh, Yahshua the Messiah said. When he created Adam, he, he had created that, that garden. He created Adam outside the garden. He prepared a place for him. As soon as he, as soon as he uh, created, put him in that garden, stuck that man in the garden. You see what I'm saying? He created a place. He provided a place for him. Yahweh said, I, I change not. I am Yahweh today, tomorrow, forever. I change not. So we're looking at the same exact thing through the course of dispensations and ages, through time. You understand what I'm saying? We're seeing the same thing. So Yahweh, pure spirit, takes on shape and form, manifests in the flesh, says, I go away to prepare a place so that you, where I'm at, you can be also. So where are you, Yahweh? I'm Pierce, I am the Holy Spirit in bodily form, meaning that in the midst of the hell, the degradation, the uh, the uh, the diabolical, uh, 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 what is that, uh, evil that's in this world, you can still walk around in heavenly places full of love, understanding, having some wisdom about your heavenly father. You see what I'm saying? Full of joy. Because you understand what's awaiting for you. That this time is a short time. The death and the burial. Yahweh, Yahshua talked about death, where's thy sting? He had overcame. So you, having the overcomer in you, can overcome those death states. How many death states have you walked out of in your life? 
How many of them? How many burials have you got up from in your life? How many of them were, were attributed to Yahshua the Messiah? Every last one of them, see? So we are living, walking witness. See, we, the, uh, uh, we, we say this all the time. You're a witness against yourself. You're a living, walking example of Yahweh's purpose, pattern, and plan. That's how when we look at these witnesses through Yahshua the Messiah, giving us the ability to see them, that we can say, Yahweh is the sum total of everything. He is the source substance of everything, and that nothing escapes that, because anything known in my life, in your life, operates by it. You have no way of, you have no way of saying that you've ever seen an escape from it. And guess what? This is something that I do not want to escape from. Myself, myself you know, speaking uh, personally. I thank Yahshua for the ability to sit here in these class. This is something that we have to make sure that we constantly remember that we should be eternally grateful for. The colossal ignorance in the world is stifling. You wouldn't believe it. And I think about it from a, I think about how Yahweh must look at it. You know what I'm saying? I used to think about it like, you know what I'm saying? He just turned his nose up, but Yahweh, I believe is pleased with everything that he sees because he created it the way. He's pleased with his son. You see what I'm saying? He loves his son. He made the satanic spirit the way he was. He met up with the satanic spirit, said, where have you been? He said, to and fro, devouring, eating up, consuming, in the earth plane. Where is, where is he talking about? In mankind. We were made from this earth, right in these bodies. So no, the satanic spirit is not no hovering monster with four heads that peek out a closet that you can find an ancient seal to lock him up in some kind of cave or whatever case would be, but it got loose and it's wreaking havoc on small suburban towns. That's not the satanic spirit. The satanic spirit is the colossal ignorance and the complete opposite, the complete objection to Yahweh's eternal purpose, pattern and plan. He is the opposite of love. He is hate. He's the opposite of truth. He is lie. And that's the reason why you have to see lie so prominent in the world today. I thank Yahshua for providing the protection and the inoculation and the vaccination. You understand what I'm saying? From all of this. That vaccination, that's what Yahshua created. He gave a way out. Just like he created a way out uh, from a spiritual standpoint. You have to see types of shadow. There's nothing. Listen. They've been Im imposing their will on mankind since the beginning of mankind. There's always things that you don't know the government's doing that, that's going on. That's the satanic spirit in operation. But guess what? You are covered by the blood of the Messiah. Yahshua the Messiah in you gives you the, all the protection that you need. You don't have to worry about a vaccination going into your body with micro, microchips and stuff like that. Listen, we leave it here anyway. What you want to be doing is be looking at where I'm going, where I leave. See where I'm where where I'm at where I'm gone. See, I thank the I thank you for the time and the ability to testify to my Savior. I love this gospel. I pray that Yahshua keeps us all. If you got anything out of this, all praises to Yahshua Messiah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Dr. Nelson. And for our next speaker, we're happy to call on from our South End Michigan class, our Vice President, Dr. Ronald Atkins. Dr. Alicia, I'm Dr. sorry. Oh, Can I'm you sorry. take a look? I sent you a message. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if I wanted to see that, but okay, I'll be the next speaker. Um, I, I, I truly enjoyed um, the first two speakers. And 
what Yahweh delivered through them. And what it is, the message that they both gave was that our only way out or our only way for salvation is Yahshua the Messiah. It's the blood of Yahshua that covers us. It's the blood of Yahshua. It's what he did that protects us. The previous speaker talked about, you know, people being afraid of a vaccine. I listened to a class and I'll have to find it and send it out where Dr. Um, Martin, Karen Martin from Jamaica, talked about a preacher in Jamaica who had people murdered if they took the vaccine because that was the satanic spirit. That was the mark of the beast. He told them, you know, come to class. I mean, come to church. We're going to have a special lecture. Leave your cell phones at home. Don't bring them with you. Matter of fact, cover them up with foil when you leave them at home. Come to church. They all came to church. And as they're there, he started asking people, do you have the mark of the beast? And they knew what that meant. And the people that raised their hand, they had to come up. He would have their throat slit. And he just kept doing it one after the other. And one member escaped, called the police, and they came. They had murdered people for a shot. Once again, this is the satanic spirit. This is the, this is the imagination of man just going crazy that you would think that something that is there to protect you or to help you is the mark of the beast. We talk about all the time what the mark of the beast is. And if you can get that in Revelation, one of the, one of the speakers, please. And as the both speakers said, I don't have anything new to say. As a matter of fact, my heart is really full because of something I saw today and I was, my daughter asked me, was I okay? I said, it just brings back so much pain. But I know that Yahshua the Messiah is the healer of all pain. I know that the things that we are going through as the both speakers said, are not worthy to be compared to what Yahweh has in store for us. What does he have in store for us and pick this? scripture up too, please, because as the speaker said, we got to prove what we say. We go in that Bible. We make sure we understand. We ask Yahweh for the revelation of what it is he wants us to know. Not like Jehovah Witnesses. I had a conversation with my aunt because she calls herself sending out a letter and, you know, do you want to know who Jehovah is? Do you want to know about the new world? Auntie, what's this letter about? What do you guys got a campaign going? Yes, we do. Well, the first thing I asked her was, who gave you permission to change the creator's name? Who? My daughter can go to court and change her name all she wants, but she can't change mine. I yeah. am her creator. I, you can't change my name. That's right. She said, well, yes, God. And you know, I said, who gave you permission to change Yahweh's name? She said, he did. I said, when? You show it to me and you prove it to me, auntie. I'm sorry. I love you, but you show me. She goes, when he, when he confused their tongues at the Tower of Babel, I bought the drop the mic and hung up the phone. Mm. I said, wow, the colossal ignorance of man that you have control or that you're going to tell the creator of heaven and earth what he going to do or what you're going to call him. How dare you? How dare you? So pick up that first scripture of Revelation for me, please. Okay. And that's the mark of the beast. Right. Let's see, if we could give the tabernacle pattern, we, this pattern allows us in this class 
it allows the members of the body of Yahshua the Messiah to right. prove and disprove everything. All yeah. you have to do is put it on the pattern. Mm -hmm. If the pattern, if it doesn't go by the pattern, then don't believe. So now here we have this tabernacle pattern and you see that number six. Mm -hmm. Where is that number six at? It's, it's separating yeah. the holy place from the most holy place. Why is it doing that? Because it's separating the physical from the spiritual. Mm -hmm. And then Dr. Lewis, I'm going to have you jumping all around. Jump to the dispensations and ages chart for me, please. So remember, we're talking about this number six and the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. So when you go to that dispensations and ages chart, where do you see that number six? You see that number six right there. You see it in mm -hmm. two places. You see it up at the top, which is the sixth and seventh ages to come. But you see it right there in the fourth age, right at the sixth um, dispensation. And that sixth dispensation is right there on the line, right before the universal revelation of Yahshua the Messiah. Why? Because it's separating the physical from the spiritual, just like it's separating that on that, um, on that chart. So go mm -hmm. back to the, to the tabernacle pattern for me. Remember, we're talking about that number six or the mark of the beast. Right. So now here you have, once again, just a reminder, the most holy place and the holy place. And that number six is right there. It's the veil. It's separating those two. Now for the children of Yahweh or for the sons of Elohim, he has ripped that veil. We can see into the most holy place. And that's the scripture where Yahweh has given us a glimpse of things. So now go ahead and get the first scripture talking about that 666. That's Revelations 13 and 18. Mm -hmm. Here is wisdom. Mm -hmm. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast. Pause right there for one second. He said, here is wisdom. Isn't that one of Yahweh's divine attributes? Wisdom. Mm -hmm. Right. Yahweh has to give you that wisdom. Just like he has to give you everything else, he has to give you that wisdom. Yahweh gives his sons the ability to say, okay, I heard that. Now let me prove it. Let me see if that's actually true. You don't sit up there, see me, I'm not one to do it. Don't come to me with a conspiracy theory. You better prove it to me. I've always been, don't, I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me about what you read or what you saw on Facebook or YouTube. You prove it to me by the scriptures. Then I'll maybe believe you if Yahweh allows me to. So see here, we're talking about wisdom. That's what we ask Yahweh for all the time. Yahweh, give me some wisdom. Keep going. Here is wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man. It's the number of a man. He didn't say it was the number of a vaccine. It's the number of a man. Keep going. And his number is 603 score and six. Six, six, six. How do you prove that? You go back to the law. You, I'm, Yeah, you go back to the law. You talk about Pharaoh and his hosts born after the children of Israel. There were 600 chariots, 600 horsemen, and 600 men. Six, six, six. That's mm -hmm. the mark of the beast. That's what you do. You go back and you prove those things. You ask Yahweh, Yahweh, show me that. I don't care if all my family believes it and I just want to be in good standing with them. I don't care that my aunt don't want to talk to me anymore about Yahshua the Messiah. When I tell you his name is Yahshua and you have no right to change it, that's what he said. Felicia mm -hmm. didn't say that. Mm -hmm. He said that. Who are you, a creature, to say I'm going to change his name? How dare you? How dare you? Now, pick up that other scripture for me, please, um, Dr. Lewis. 
what was the other scripture? I'm sorry. Uh, we want uh, we want to uh, talk about how Yahshua has prepared. He's given us a glimpse of things to come. I can't think of how it's going because once again, mm. like Dr. Nelson said, I'm thinking about that movie we were all chatting about and how how two of the and this is in one of the previous uh, movies where they got above the clouds and they got to see the light. It was just a glimpse, and she said, "Beautiful." See, all Yahweh gave us was a glimpse. This is what this is. Everything that we've learned in the previous speaker talk about learning for 44 years, do you understand that everything he's learned is just a glimpse? Mm -hmm. It's just a, a fraction of the beauty and the truth that Yahweh has for us. It's just a, you think about that. I'm like, dang, Yahweh, it's just a little bit. It's just a, what the heck? How, what do you have in store for us? I'm looking forward to it. So I love to learn about this guy. So I love taking conspiracy theories and throwing them out the window with truth. As the first speaker said, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting t-shirts made that say that truth versus everything else. Because once you got the truth, ain't nothing else. You can't do nothing else with it. Well, with me, with the world, yeah, they don't care about truth anymore. They, they want the lie. But with a son of Yahshua the Messiah, once you give us the truth, hey, buddy, you can go on with that other stuff. No, nobody wants to hear that. So see, you got this tabernacle pattern. You got that six right there. And that's where we should be, right in the holy place. Why do we want to be in the holy place? And, and why do you stand in the holy place? Get that scripture. And when you see the abomination of desolation stand in the holy place, why do you stand? Why are you not sitting? Why are you not laying down? The definition, the etymological uh, definition of stand is to be solid in it. You have to be solid in your conviction. You have to know what you know. That's why, like Dr. Leatherberry and Dr. Nelson said, they're studying. Why? Because they want to be solid in what they know about their Elohim Yahweh. So when a Jehovah Witness or anybody else come to them, they go, uh-uh-uh, nope, don't go by the pattern, don't want to hear it. So we're standing in that holy place. And why is that? Because we have light, which is synonymous to understanding. That's another one of Yahweh's divine attributes. You don't see it on there, but remember we said there's nine divine, but there's other attributes. The attribute of mercy is not there, but is there? That's what Yahweh is. Endurance, you don't see it up there, but Yahweh is endurance. I ask Yahweh all the time to let me endure. Sometimes I want to stop asking because in order to endure, he got to take you through some things. But Yahweh, Yahweh has these things. So he is understanding or light. That's what light means to understand. When you say you see the cartoon, you go, oh, I see that. You're not physically seeing something. You're understanding something. So get that scripture for me before I keep going and go over that. Uh, that's Matthews 24 and 15. Mm -hmm. When you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place so that's what we're seeing now this world is lost it's gone so what should we be doing we should be standing in the holy place having a firm foundation in the holy place where there's light or understanding where there's substance things that will keep you and keep you from withering away where there's intercession, which is Yahshua the Messiah. Those are the things that we should be standing in while this world is going crazy, killing up folks. Like the previous speaker mentioned, going in schools and killing up children. I'm telling you, when they killed those babies in that elementary school years ago, I said, okay, this has to be it. Mm -hmm. They done killed up some babies. Now this world is gonna turn. They're gonna say, oh, let us, 
Let us do some gun regulations. Let us, let us think about, no. Do you know people actually said that never happened? These conspiracy theorists, that didn't happen. These are babies. Kindergarten, first grade, second grade were slaughtered, murdered, and people want to go, out oh, that didn't happen. See, that's the satanic spirit. When he's faced with truth, he will turn it and make you believe a lie. Mm-hmm. Yahweh gave a way out. Yahweh always gives a way out. But then you turn around and go, you know what? I don't want that. Right. I live next door to a nurse. I was talking to her. She works at U of M hospital. And she said, Felicia, I'm tired. I'm tired of taking care of these people that don't want to take the way out. But when they get sick, I'm the first person they run to. She said, I'm tired of it. I'm putting my life on the line to take care of them but they don't wanna believe the things that are out there that'll help them. She said, I'm tired. And I'm literally telling you, in two years, her hair went from black to completely gray, mm-hmm. dealing with all this stuff. And it's amazing to me. But see, this is the world that we're in. That's why you stand where mm-hmm. Dr. Lewis, repeat that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, back here in Matthew. Yes, yes, please. In Matthews 24 and 15, Mm-hmm. When you therefore should see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Keep reading. Whosoever readeth, let him understand. Do you know another attribute of Yahweh is understanding? Mm-hmm. He has to give you that too. Because some people read that and go, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. See, we're standing in the holy place. We're right on the brink. Go back to that dispensation of the major chart, please. We're right on the brink of the universal revelation of Yahshua the Messiah. And what he's going to do, what he's requiring of all of us is to profess what we know. Do you believe what you've been told all these years or don't you? Do you believe that Yahshua is the way out? Do you believe that Yahshua is the way to truth and the light? Do you believe that? Get that on the 40 plate chart, the apostasy plate. We talk about it all the time because that's where we are. We are in the age of apostasy where people don't want to believe that Yahshua the Messiah is the way out. He has provided a way. He always has. You'll see it right there, the fourth one from the last plate. (laughs) And then that's something. It's the fourth one from the last plate. We are almost done, people. Mm -hmm. Yahweh has us to where we are weary. And he said that. We're going to be tired. Sometimes I sit there and people may not like it, but I'm like, Yahweh, is this thing over yet? I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing about all the stuff that's going on in the world, the craziness. When you think it can't get any any more crazy, it gets more crazy. When you think they can't come up with more conspiracy theories that were weirder than the last, they come up with another. And that's why texting those brethren last night, watching that movie helped me. They don't understand how much it helped. Mm-hmm. It helped to remind me what I have. That's right. Because sometimes you forget. And you need the brethren to help you and to hold you up. That's right. I can't always be the one that calls everybody and talk. Oh, I haven't heard from you. Well, then call me. Check on me. Don't wait for me to call you. See how I'm doing. Maybe I'm not as strong today as I was yesterday. And that's why those, just going back and forth with them last night did me, 
it it soothes my soul. That's right. Because I'm like, okay, he does love me. He does still care about me. Mm-hmm. Because that satanic spirit has me thinking he does not. But I know he does. See, Yahweh is the comforter through Yahshua the Messiah. That spirit of Yahshua is like a soothing bomb. It gives you all that you need if you believe it. If you don't believe it, then it won't. And Dr. Lewis, if you could bring up that apostasy play, because I can't see the portion where it's Yahshua's is the way out, the way to truth and the light right in the middle. I don't know if you could bring it up or if you have problems with that chart. I'll have to send you um, a better one where it's all separated out. But Yahshua the Messiah is our way. And you can you can actually do it on the chart that uh, Dr. Uh, Underwood gave because that'll separate it out and that'll let us see it. But Yahshua is our way. He is the only way out. So when you're faced with someone like Dr. Nelson said with his Jehovah Witness friend talking, talking that crap or now he can start to hear the, the change in tone you know, I didn't think I'd ever get the opportunity to talk to my aunt about this gospel because I remember going to the hall with her when I was little. Anytime you spent a night over her house, you had to go to the hall. It was a requirement. You had to. And I remember sitting there listening to her being in awe, thinking, oh, wow, she knows so much, not realizing that Yahweh put me there so that I could be a witness to that abomination, to that crap. Now he gave me the opportunity to say, no, 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 auntie, no, no, that is not the case. And so you see that apostasy plate there, the second one from the left. You see that you got the the mystery of Babylon and the mystery of iniquity, all these cardinal ordinances restored. People focused on not wanting to be vaccinated or inoculated or not wanting to be protected. That's what the Holy Spirit does. They don't want that protection. Why? Because Felicia said it's good, so I don't want it. That's what you're dealing with in the world. You you realize that people accept or deny things that they hear based on who said it. Well, this person said it, so I believe it. You've put them on a pedestal. Well, this person said it, so I don't believe it. You put that person in the grave when they could have the truth, but you don't want to hear it because of who said it. You don't want to be, you don't want to be wrong. Like I talking to my, she didn't want to be wrong. How in the heck is your niece going to tell you something about God or Jehovah? How dare she? Well, see, it's not me. It's Yahshua the Messiah. He is the one. He is the one. But when you realize that when Yahshua puts you in the holy place, then like, <laughs> I'll tell you that movie was something. You see cold. You don't see flesh anymore. You see the cold. Oh, I see. Go ahead and get the the two mysteries chart, Dr. Lewis. You start to see, oh, that's the satanic spirit talking. Oh, that's Yahshua the Messiah talking. You don't see a person. You look at this chart. You don't see their faces. There's no faces there. They're just outlines of people. And those are just to represent some, but you don't see faces. Why? Because it's representing a mystery. Yahweh will either have you in a strong delusion or and a strong revelation. And believe it or not, he will do that to you. If you get, oh, give me that. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. The one scripture, and I hate that I can't remember where it is. It's um, Yahweh will send them a strong delusion so that they believe a lie. Do you know there are people that can preach this gospel up and down, but still believe that vaccine is the mark of the beast? 
what Yahweh is doing, and he's showing me this, and this is why I ask him all the time, Yahweh, allow me to accept the true truth no matter how I feel about it. Move Felicia out the way. If you walk up to me and say, Felicia, you never graduated from high school, and he proves it to me without a shadow of a doubt, then I have to believe it. Don't let me hold on to it because I want to believe a lie. But that's what Yahweh's doing. You want to believe something so bad that Yahweh will give you a delusion to seal you in that lie. Mm. That's a bad place to be. Pick up that scripture for me real quick. The second Thessalonians 2 and 11. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me start at nine. Okay. Even him whose coming is after the work of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth. You don't have the love of the truth in your heart. This is what Yahweh will do. Go ahead. They receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, Yahweh shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Do you know that if you don't love the truth, if you would rather have his name be Jehovah because you don't want somebody who you think don't know to tell you the truth, do you know Yahweh will send you something to say? Oh, no, he wouldn't do it. Yes, he absolutely will. Think of those people with the children, the, 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 the three girls that saw so-called Virgin Mary, the vision mm-hmm. of Fatima. Yahweh sent them a strong delusion so they believe a lie. So mm-hmm. you want to believe the vaccine is the mark of the beast? Go with it. Yahweh going to seal you in that. Mm-hmm. You want to believe his name is Jehovah? Go with it. Yahweh going to seal you in that. You want to believe it's a Trinitarian concept? Go with it. Yahweh's going to send you a strong delusion to seal you in that. That is scary to me. That is why I ask Yahweh constantly, please, Yahweh, keep me in the truth. Please keep all the sons in the body of Yahshua and Messiah in the truth. Allow us to love the truth, to accept the truth, and want to hear the truth. Not a lie. Why? Because the truth, as you can see, is that light. Yahshua is our host. He is righteousness. He's the healer, a provider. He's our banner, which means he's our protection. We stand, we put on the whole armor of Yahshua. That's yes. our banner. He's yes. the shepherd. He's a good shepherd. He loves all his sheep. He'll leave all the sheep to go after the one. You know why he leaves them? Because he know they're not going nowhere. He going after that one. He is the Sabbath. What is Sabbath? I see the bell. He is the Sabbath. What is it? Sabbath is rest. I am so looking forward to that rest. Mm. I'm telling you, I have to remember, and I'm so thankful, Carl, I appreciate you. Because I think about my sister. I miss her so much. I miss talking to her. I miss having that camaraderie. I miss talking about our moms. But when you said she's at rest, that gave me comfort. That's right. It's hard. Being in this life is not easy, people. It's not. But this gospel, what it does, it is a soothing bomb to me. I don't know about anybody else, but it's a soothing bomb to me. So that when I lay my head down at night, I say, thank you, Yasha. That's right. Thank you. 
thank you for everything. Good, bad, happy, or sad. Why? Because it's a reason for it all. And I always feel so bad when I see people that don't want to accept this truth. Because I don't wish that satanic spirit on my worst enemy. I don't. That is a horrible place to be in. So you ask Joshua every day, Joshua, give me the truth. No matter how much it may hurt me physically or my ego, give me the truth. Because as Paul said, I die daily. You don't want your ego to stand in the way of eternal life. Because guess what? Eternal life or eternal damnation is eternal. What does that mean? That means it lasts forever. So these things, these bodies that we're in, I'm trying my best to get rid of this COVID weight, you know, to make myself feel a little bit better while I'm here. But I know I have to leave here. I know that. I know we all do. So individually or collectively, we're leaving this physical body. That's right. But Yahweh says we have so much better in store for us. You have to believe it. You have to believe that. And if you don't, you will be on that side of that strong delusion. And Yahweh will leave you there. And you don't want that. You want to always be mindful that Yahweh is the truth. And whoever he speaks to, to you, to deliver the truth, you accept it. Get those people out the way. There are no faces on this chart. Get those faces out the way. See the code. Don't see the people. See the code, the message behind it. Look at that. That's our source code. Our source code is Joshua the Messiah. And it's only through him that we can stand in that holy place and have our peace until we are all moved into that glorious and restful state of eternal life, which is only in the body of Yahshua the Messiah. If you got anything out of it, I tell you, give all honor and praise to Yahshua. I am so sorry. I'm emotional, but that's where Yahweh has me at for some reason. But I am grateful. I am very, 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 very grateful for him choosing me to know this. Out of all the people in the world, he chose me. There's nothing I've ever done to deserve this. Nothing. Matter of fact, every time I have a bad thought, it's, it's Yahweh's worthy to send me to the lake. But another attribute that you don't see on that chart is mercy. Yahweh is merciful. He is a magnificent Elohim. He is merciful. And I thank him and I ask him to keep me every single day and to keep everybody that's in the body of Yahshua. We all need that help. We all need that support. We all need to know that we're there for one another. I am here for you all. I love you all. Every time I'm on these Zooms and I see the people come in, I love it. I'm like, oh, Yahshua, they came back. Oh, Yahshua, they came back. Because I know if you're a part of the body, then that has to do with me as well. If you're a toe and I'm a hand, then I don't want you to go. I want you to be right there with me because we all want to go together. Yahshua loves us all. He really does. And the things he's done for us cannot be measured. So stay in class. As, as the first speaker said, keep studying, brethren, please keep studying. That is the way we gain our peace. Yahshua loves that. He approves of that. Keep studying. And Yahshua will continue to enrich you and reward you for that. And with that, I give all my honor, glory, and praise to Yahshua the Messiah only. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that does conclude our lecture for this afternoon. We want to once again thank everyone for coming out to visit us. We are always happy when you come and visit with the brethren. We hold our classes here on Zoom on Sundays from 1130 to 130 and on uh, Monday and sorry, Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now let us all bow our hearts and minds and give reverence, honor, and praise to our Savior, Yahshua the Messiah, through the doxology. Now to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the, before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise Elohim, our Savior, through Yahshua the Messiah, our Sovereign, belong glory and majesty, dominion and power, both before all time, now and forever, let us all say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.